0: Hey, it's Adam here, and I want to tell you where you can get more free sex and how you can support the podcast. I'm building a kind of hub for the project on Substack. It's just freesex.substack.com. I'm publishing transcripts for all episodes there for free and occasional writings about free sex for subscribers only. Plus, you can interact with me and stuff like that. To make this podcast, I'm relying on contributions from listeners. My indie podcast company, Aunt Nell, has invested in getting it going and I'm paying my guests, but the only way I can fund it from now is with support from people like you, who subscribe at freesex.substack.com. Or you can just continue listening to the podcast for free and using the transcripts on the Substack if you need them. Thanks for joining me as we edge ever closer to a world of free sex. What does free sex mean to you? Do you ever think you'd have more sex? Or better sex? If only you could change one thing. What is that thing? I'm Adam Smith, a writer, podcast producer, walker, talker, thinker, wanker. (laughs) I started having sex at 29. 29 and i've been obsessed ever since now i'm on a mission to find out how as a society we hold each other back in sex what could a world of free sex look like for me free sex is a world with more places to fuck and without sexually transmitted infections how about you what are you into Every episode, I speak to a different human with a unique idea for what free sex could mean. This podcast is fully pansexual and gender fluid. From mild to wild, everyone is welcome. Let's go. How can a kinky, submissive, disabled person get the sex they want? My guest in this episode is Dan Dor, an exquisite performer with huge ideas and an electrifying stage presence. Honestly, they made the Dan Dor show, which knocked my socks off the first time I saw it. I had to put my socks back on and go and see it again. <laughs> Dan's show feels like the world of free sex I'm craving. So I knew we had to speak about it. The show is also a smash it, it's been on tour since 2021. Dan's work is so special because it pulls down assumptions about disabled people and about kink all at the same time. So I spoke to Dan about how they did this and the unique insights that performers like them can bring to the conversation about free sex. Curtains, lights, here's Dan. Dandor, welcome to Free Sex.
1: Thank you, thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> now, you know what my question is, what I've got to ask you, and I'm really, really, really excited to have this conversation with you because uh, I just love performers, and as a performer I just, um, I think your work is amazing, and performers have a unique perspective on this, so tell me, what does free sex mean to you?
1: Um, free sex to me means um, it makes me think of joy and it mm. makes me think about interdependence okay. and, how, and how I can get, It's about being able to give my body freely to somebody without feeling any shame and only feeling pride and only feeling joy, um, joy in, yeah. that, in that space
0: amazing okay well let's go into it so um i i know of you from this show that you made called the damn show um and so let's go into these themes joy and interdependence because i think they 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 come up in that show so uh is that where you're thinking of <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so uh, the show came about by us looking at um, inspiration and the ways my body, my presence in the world, if you like, um, is an inspiration to people and um, largely non-disabled people and kind of what that is, and and a way to speak, talk about, I I was looking for a way to talk about the weight and burden I feel about being an inspiration to people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I became quite interested in the fact that if I took the stairs... I'd okay. be an inspiration to people, but if I took lift, I'd be a burden right and I was really interested in that in in that in going okay that that there's something in there and something pornographic in that almost. <laughs> Why did um, your
0: mind go to pornographic
1: um yeah, I mean, I think that's the subconscious talking, isn't it? And me, me knowing <laughs> hand on heart that maybe it actually needed to be work about kink and sex.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Um, And me feeling a lot of shame around that and feeling that maybe you know, it, it's that age-old thing of, oh, it's too hard to point the finger at myself. I'll just point the finger at somebody else because that's easier um but then I decided then we decided oh I actually don't want to point the finger at other people I don't want it to be it was feeling like it was going to be quite an angry piece of work Mm -hmm. and like I don't want it to be that and so instead of looking at the ways I inspire others I Wanted to look at ways I inspire myself. And so then I started looking at the moment, the times in my life where I feel most joy, most free, and most, most connected to and in my body. And, 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 uh thinking about those instances, those instances were when I'm perfor- when I'm on stage performing mm-hmm. and when I'm fucking.
0: Right. So you put the two together in that show.
1: <laughs> so I put I found a way to put the two together and 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 so then that led on to quite frank conversations about my um my doubles in the kink world and what that gave me, and the joy I get from being subservient in a in a subdom context, and and realizing that comes from a place of there's something something quite exhilarating to be able to use my my in it, my wrong body
0: mm-hmm.
1: to make another person feel good
0: yeah but then you are still feeling good yourself in that moment i,
1: I am still, i am still feeling good because yeah. i'm making that other person feel good
0: yeah um, okay and that's yeah, a classic and- sub
1: Exactly. Right. exactly and the, and the, and that being that being the thing of like like because as a as a disabled person living in the world I'm told that my body's wrong that my that that I'll never find anyone to love I'll never have sex with anyone that that's the, that's the kind of that's the message that society kind of perpetuates, and it's yeah. that re- realization. And I get and that, and that freedom uh, connecting it to free sex around going, you know, hey, you told me my, that I couldn't get this for myself, but I'm getting it, and the joy that gives me is incredible.
0: Well, that's yeah that is the thing that leads to that piece of music that you use in the show, which is called, which is joy as resistance. That's the, the line yeah. in that. So, uh, um, that there's a, yeah, the resistance t- to the people that say those things about you or think about you exactly. you're giving yourself the joy that they think that you can't. Yeah. It's exactly.
1: Yeah yeah and and being able to own my body in a way that I never have before,
0: oh, and that's what's incredible about that show because you are completely <laughs> not just owning your body, you are owning the theater and the entire audience like everyone is <laughs> if watching that show is really in the palm of your hand. Uh, I wonder if you can describe the show in your own words like what actually happens you know like an almost like an audio description briefly for a moment just so that the people listening can have a sense of what actually happens and what they would see
1: and yeah, hear sure. and feel. <laughs> sure. Um, so the audience, um, uh, the audience uh, has access to what we call pre-show access, which is an offer for people who might need to see the lights before the show starts or hear the sound before the show starts. Uh, We have a list of triggers that um, the audience can have a look at because we acknowledge that kink can be a scary thing for a lot of people if they're not of that world. Um, and, And they can choose their seats beforehand if that's helpful for them. And to simply be in the space, uh, so that's an offer uh, we make. Um, and um, once the show, uh, as the audience is coming in, um, Christopher Owen, who is the uh, performer and collaborator I'm working with on this show, um, he'll be. You'll see him dancing uh, to the music. On, on the stage just freestyle, um, eating some um, raisins um, uh, and, and just hanging out and kind of just kind of setting this setting the space up. Um, and then uh, he disappears and then I come out from behind the portal that we have, which is a rectangular, um which is re- rectangular and has uh curtains across it with lights around it um like a, like a mini uh, cabaret proscenium arch um and there are, our captions are projected on the top of that portal uh, then I come through and there's um then I uh give an introduction uh outlining what the audience is going to see and what's going to happen talking about my relationship to what's going to happen and that it's okay that we've got you you can leave if you want to um basically we've got you um Mm -hmm. and and it sets up a safe safe Mm -hmm. space Um, uh, for the audience um uh and, and then, from that point uh, Chris comes in doing that and interrupts me, and then he essentially assumes the role of the of the dom, so then I take on a more sub role um even though it's important to say here that sub I still very much have the power um. Yeah. Yeah and he's the dumb, but you
0: have the power. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And the play on that. And then the knowledge that this is all happening because I made it happen. So that that <laughs> interplay there. Um and then there's a section we call inspection, um, where he's uh testing the limits of what my body can do. Um and then that moves on to uh there's a moment where I try to stand on a table, and and uh, after following his instructions and realizing that that was a bit too far and a bit too much because I almost fall, um, and uh, then Chris opens up the conversation about disability, um, and he's the one. Is the one who throws that word into the space first, mm-hmm. um, and we have a conversation about about disability essentially, um, and, and what that, and what that is, and and that's the that's the first kind of speed bump, um, and then we 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 move on from that, and um, we. What happens then?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and then we when, then we move back into a um, more a more movement section where there's more. He's got a bit more understanding of my body and what my body can mm-hmm. do, and how far he can push it and yeah. push the limits and test those. Um, and then. He takes me into a very sub, or I go into very sub role, and he goes into quite dom, um, mm-hmm. and we've got number scales for that, mm-hmm. um, and um, I'm on my hands and knees, mm-hmm. and I crawl across to him, and, and never breaking our um, eye contact, our gaze, mm-hmm. and um uh i become a footstool for him yeah <laughs> um and and then we have a conversation um but like a check-in basically but but me being a piece of furniture for him while we're checking in for him <laughs> to make sure that i'm okay and then um me talking about oh this is a new experience I've never felt this before um it's really it's um really nice to feel you- i say it's re- it's nice to feel useful yep. um and um and uh then then we uh, take it into uh there's another movement section. Uh, and then we t- that leads into um, uh, and it's quite and it's quite amped up the the next movement section. Quite the rolling and his flip his flipping me down onto the floor and really pushing my limits and testing those thresholds. Um, and then he um takes me into a spin, uh, where I'm really pushed to my limit and um get really dizzy and he puts me down and I I stumble trying to find my balance. Um and then he the next section leads into the vat cube. Um, which is he um He's almost like a magician in a way. Um, I'm sat down and he goes back behind the portal to reveal the vacuum, cube, which is a latex cube that I then go inside of um and he sucks the air out so I'm I'm trapped in there. I'm, I'm, um um yeah, I'm I'm trapped in there. And then he uses that or we use that to then have a conversation about what we are to each other mm-hmm. and about what we need from each other. And because it's the thing of like, okay, if you're if you're in this box you can't run away from having this conversation. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I've I've got you. You're you're yeah. not going anywhere until I've I've asked you these questions. So it's kind of checking out kind of, yeah, what we are to each other and how much we mean to each other and Chris kind of saying, am I the right person to be doing this with you? Mm. And which is a question that came up during the making process because Chris came in during the, when it was still about inspiration. And okay, yeah. it was still a piece about how I inspire others, and then when we changed the, we we um we shifted the goalposts quite considerably. Yeah. And we said, "Hey, Chris, it's now a piece about kink. How do you feel about being Dan's dom?" <laughs> um. Um. And so, so we had a lot of conversations about well, Am I the right person to be doing this now? Mm. Does it still work? And and so we have that conversation with the audience there. Like mm. that's pretty much the conversation we had in and the that's, room. The that's nation. related
0: to that theme of interdependence that you that you mentioned at the beginning as well, right? Because you're yeah. depending on each other, whilst also yeah. reflecting on the nature of that interdependence.
1: Exactly. And, not, and, and not shying away from that and going, yeah. you're here because I trust you. You're here because making work with you brings me joy. And, ah, okay. yeah. and, and, and if it were anybody else, I think it would be a very different piece because of the level of trust I have with Chris. Yeah. Um, um and, and also it was really important to me and I didn't realise until much later it was really important that that whoever it was didn't have experiences of kink. Okay. And particularly experiences of kink in the in the in the um gay slash queer world because there wasn't and that's why Chris is so beautiful inside of it, because there's none of that posturing that goes mm-hmm. on or none of that none of that hyper masculine performance weirdness yeah. that goes on. And it and it's just him on stage in his trackies, dumbing the fuck out of me but in a very <laughs> but, but in a very gentle yeah beautiful
0: way yeah and, he's a, he's, uh, a he's a tender <laughs> dom very tender
1: dom in i'm just like yeah you're gonna take me to way more places if you're tender and gentle and all of those things i mean hello daddy issues um yeah. <laughs> But it's like all of those, like all of those things, just kind of that realizing that that key to the work actually is is yeah. that kind of, that discovery of his character in a way, um, mm. so that he could tap into that, and that's how we found Chris X. Because if we yeah. develop the character for him and for himself. Then he'd be able to tap into that space easier. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Mm. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: I wondered if you could say a bit about the um the the way that I see the show as being set up from the beginning and the combination of of worlds that you're bringing together. Um, one of which is the 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 social model of of disability uh you know about how it's um social structures that are holding disabled people back uh and at the same time the dom sub relationship from the kink world and the kind of combination of those two things in your show is at the very beginning you say yes I'm the sub but I'm the one in control here I have the power I can remove myself or my consent at any moment and I've created this entire world and I think that's something that's really both incredibly fresh about the show like as far as I could see like so original to combine those things together and at the same time the moment that you say it my brain is like oh my god how is this so fresh and original why haven't I seen this before why isn't this something that everyone is thinking about or talking about um and so it's one of those ideas that seem that's so original but seems to be like that we should have already had this idea for a long time. You know what I mean? I wondered if you could say a bit more about the combining of those two things.
1: Um, yeah. Um, uh, it's really important in the work I make, or that I make with my team, that Mm -hmm. we're creating a world that doesn't yet exist.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. And we're creating this world where I can be where I can feel most free and be most me and unapologetic and 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 making comments on the social model by saying, Yeah, it's society that needs to change um but also by us performing this work, it's also going but see how fucking easy it is. See how easy (laughs) it is to make these changes, to make these little shifts. Like no, all we're doing is letting people come in and choose their seats just a little bit earlier. Like that's what we're doing to make people feel comfortable and 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 going yeah we 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 see that we see that you need an extra bit of attention so we're going to give that to you and finding a way to to marry those two worlds together um is really important for us in terms of while we're in this space together you're not going to doubt yourself you're not going to worry that you're you're too much, or you're not going to worry that you're not enough, or you're not. Yeah, just just and making sure we hold hold that space for people and wrap wrap the audience up into our world, yeah, and, and and to also provide that level of aftercare so that we can make sure that our audiences are okay before they go back out into the world to catch their trains home.
0: Yeah. And then inside the show, the Chris X character, the Dom, is sort of, uh, in a way, representing uh, the, the, the power of society, which is the power to control and, and, and dominate all of us, but also the power to be able to see... What needs to change, and so that he goes through that journey of 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 changing and you know gradually working more and more with you in collaboration and seeing that interdependence. And I just wondered, yeah, say more about that, and also about sex because we (laughs) because it's also really sexy what's happening.
1: Yeah, it it opens up that, that space for for learning and Chris kind of being like the yeah. the symbol of that and it's kinda of like how can like it opens up the world of well how this is happening how can I not be angry at it and yeah. be and be and be with what is happening yeah. and and be in my soft shell while that's happening and Allow myself to find, allow myself to feel sexy and also to let, to allow, to let him in enough, to let him make me feel like I'm sexy and that I have value and, and, and that, and that. And that society can actually give me what I need.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. When I'm asking for it, society yeah. has the capacity to give me what I need. Um, and and yeah, li- and linking that to sex, kind of, um, like yeah, not being scared to get what. I need and ask for what I need and mm. and and I think and I've said this before in interviews it it's really interesting to me like when we're when we're fucking we the the moment something stops feeling good we say we say stop yeah. you know if we're not liking something or the way the way someone is touching our body or being with our body or being inside of us, we're like, no, that doesn't feel good. Yeah. Stop. Uh, and we're so practiced at doing that, um, um, on the most part. Um, and but we're really shit at doing that when we're out in the world. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like. Hey. like that like we don't like when somebody's doing something to us that we don't like, yeah. we don't say anything.
0: Yeah.
1: When when someone does something to us that doesn't feel good, we don't say anything. But when they're literally deep inside of us, we do straight mm-hmm. away immediately, and and. and that's incredibly interesting to me and and in a way kind of like in a way like kind of self-hating yeah it's like we need to give give ourselves a bit more love to go yeah. actually that thing you just said to me that's not okay
0: yeah it's so or true the like- way
1: you of- where way you're looking at me right now, I I'm not okay with this.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's so true. Like even just the other night, I was in a in a club with some friends, a nightclub, and there were some. Uh, um, we were quite a visibly queer and gay group, and there were some guys that were giving us a bit of grief. And I was doing that thing in my head of like, well, are they really like, you know, should we do something? Should we say something to them or to the staff? And I was doubting whether it was even happening, whether it was even true. Mm. Um, and and then, you know, one of my friends said, like, no, 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 it is happening and um we're gonna talk to the staff. And that's that's what yeah. we did. But there was that moment of doubt in myself, um yeah. which is this which is that kind of in in inner um hatred that you mentioned, I guess. I, I also asking what we need in sex, I think is something that is holding us back from having Free sex or the sex that we want, and uh, I hadn't. Um, it's really interesting to hear you say that. I hadn't thought about that aspect of the show. Um, That, that it's modelling, it's modelling that conversation about sex that anyone can have, which is literally asking each other, "What do you like? What do you want?" Yeah, and that's the and, interdependence, and... right? Because we're all ha- we're all interdependent yeah. when we're having sex yeah. with another person.
1: Exactly, and that and that kind of like where. We're not very good at talking about desire,
0: yeah,
1: uh, and kind of going and and not being able to have the like the, there's still being so much shame around going, "I'd really love you to do this thing to my body."
0: yeah for the
1: yeah. fear that they might go oh no that that no that's weird or that's gross or that's this or that's yeah. that <laughs> and the fear that that so you say you're going along with their version of what free sex is yeah but then you're coming out of it unfulfilled because maybe you didn't say anything maybe you didn't yeah so have that conversation yeah, so- about what you want
0: so if we want to have a free sex world it it has to have that interdependence that you're talking about and that you're modeling in that show which is that it's not free sex without both parties if there's two people uh sharing what they want and setting up in that way at the beginning what else do you want uh, others to sorry
1: and and for me it kind of like uh, in like in this conversation, I'm drawing the link to safety, and yes. and and as uh, particularly as um, gay and queer people, we're we're and I'm reala- realizing this more and more. We're constantly on the lookout for safety, yeah. We're, ways to feel safe and constant ways to feel good and and feel powerful and feel free we're constantly on in search of safety so that's what we wanted to do with this show and by and large with our work is to kind of go this is you know this is a space for safety yeah you're safe here i'm safe here
0: and Finally, what do you want the people who see the show to take from it in how they think about sex?
1: Yeah, t- to not be scared to get what they want and to yeah. not be scared to have a conversation with their bodies. Mm-hmm. To what, go, what is it I desire? Mm-hmm and and to kind of go okay what you know you know what what do i what yeah what, what do i what what do i what do i want from this life how mm-hmm. do i want to be with other people what does that look like um rather than not say anything for fear that Somebody might disagree with them and what their body craves. Yeah, and get get what your body craves. Yeah,
0: the show has been. I mean, I've seen the show twice in in um, each in a different theater space. I know that you've taken it around all over the place. Is it still? Is it still going?
1: Yeah, it's still going. Um, Amazing. So, yeah, so we've What's just. Yeah, so we've just come back from uh, our autumn tour um, in Dublin, Budapest and Dusseldorf. Um, And we're on a break now uh, until March and then we take it on the road again um, next year. Um, And we're wrapping it up at the end of 2024. Um, So we put the Dandel show to bed finally. After okay. three years, three and a bit years of touring. Dan um, is going to be
0: very exhausted when they finally go to bed at that point.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Where are um, you going in March?
1: Uh, Portugal. <gasps> Amazing. Yeah, going to Lisbon and Porto.
0: Okay, great. Um,
1: yeah, which is really exciting. Um, yeah. And we we're starting to make our first um large scale piece of work. Okay.
0: Um, oh, so that's because... the would that be the child of the Dandor show in a way? Even though it's bigger, but is it emerging from some of the work on this show?
1: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I would say there is a link for sure in terms okay. of how much space I feel I'm able to occupy and take literally, let literally take up. Um, and um, so this is through the New Dimensions Commission. Um, we were successful at getting that, um, which is a partnership through um, Bad Art Arts Centre, uh, Transform in Leeds. Take Me Somewhere Festival in Glasgow, and the Attenborough Centre for the Arts in okay. Brighton. Okay. Um, so we're we're going to be making this piece, and our starting point is looking at my relationship to imposter syndrome, um, okay. and 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 self worth. Yeah. Um. So looking at that as the as the as the way in um okay. but who knows where it will go
0: yeah well it yeah and maybe it might completely invert itself during the development in a way that exactly. you with the Dandor show yeah yeah
1: exactly <laughs> and, and we we're, we're all expecting that because that historically is what I do
0: yeah <laughs> just turn, you're turning the world upside down and right. uh, um I'm very grateful to 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 have you do that it's so good and that's yeah. why i wanted to interview you and speak to you for free sex, because i w- when i was thinking about this podcast and the 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 types of conversations that i wanted to have and just because i love the arts and shows so much and i had seen your show twice it you know it you just came to me as someone that i absolutely have to speak to because of um what you're modeling in that show and what you're doing and it's like you know i can sit here in my bedroom with a mic in my face and interview people about what free sex might mean in this quite kind of you know conversational yes but slightly conceptual philosophical way and then you just like you know come out on stage and just like show us it and just do it and so that was why I wanted to speak to you really because uh you're just like really embodying the the idea of what (laughs) I want this podcast to be so I'm really grateful Dan thanks so much for speaking to me and um yeah making this show making this work
1: yeah, you're welcome. Adam, it's been great.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode. Let me know what you think of free sex, the idea, or the podcast. Leave me a review and a star rating if you can. On social media, I'm at Adam Smith. Yes, that's Smith, but with a Z. Or a Z. Yeah, Smith.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> it feels good in the mouth. <laughs> you can find more Aunt Nell productions on our website, auntnell.com. And on social, we're at Aunt Nell underscore. The theme music is Trans Life by Othon, hosted, produced, and edited by Adam Smith. And the executive producer for Aunt Nell is Tash Walker. To all you loves and lovers, good night. Mwah.